Welcome to Covenant's Pulpit Ministry. Covenant Evangelical Free Church believes that the Bible is the Word of God and that God's Word is vital for life-transforming Christianity. We trust that you will grow to know the Word of God and more importantly, the God of the Word as you hear this message today. May God bless you as you open your heart to His Word. Hi, Covenant family and friends. A blessed New Year to you. On the first Sunday of every New Year, the senior pastors will bring to you the prophetic burden. And this year is about the future, discipling the remnant. The year 2020 will be an unforgettable year in the history of the world. The COVID-19 pandemic has disrupted lives and businesses globally. Sadly, it has infected more than 50 million people and taken more than a million lives. However, it is during such time of crisis that people would turn away from the temporal and material to the eternal and spiritual. It is an opportune time to re-evaluate and to reinvent ourselves for a better future. As usual, the SBO took time last year in July to seek God for His burden for the church in 2021. This is to give us space to discern the voice of God and follow His leading. This is to enable us to focus on how we can fulfill the mission that God has entrusted to us. In a 40 days prayer guide by Love Singapore, the 18th July 2020 entry reads, Remember the future. It sounded strange to my ears. Remember the future, not remember the past. And then in my personal devotion in 1 Samuel 12 verse 16, Now therefore stand still and see this great thing that the Lord will do before your eyes. The future is in God's hands. This sounds obvious to many of us, but the truth is too often we take the future into our own hands. We make our own plans and our own decisions. And then we ask God to rubber stamp it. The scripture says, stand still and see. This does not mean we become passive, but we proactively seek God and act upon what He has shown us in His good time. Then came the spotlight on Micah chapter 5, verse 7 to 8. Then the remnant of Jacob shall be in the midst of many peoples like dew from the Lord, like showers on the grass which delay not for a man, nor wait for the children of men. And the remnant of Jacob shall be among the nations in the midst of many peoples, like a lion among the beasts of the forest, like a young lion among the flocks of sheep, which when it goes through, treads down and tears in pieces, and there is none to deliver." We felt the Lord saying to us, Disciple the remnant. As you look to the future of the world and the church, look out for the remnant and disciple the remnant. Now right from the start, we need to emphasize that discipling the remnant does not mean we only spend time to disciple the bright and the brilliant people in the church or we ignore those who are struggling and lagging spiritually. No, that's not the heart of Jesus. He always had time for individuals. He taught the multitudes, but he also discipled the twelve. Jesus' heart is all-embracing, 
and yet he always had a burning focus. So over the next few weeks, we will elaborate on the theology of the remnant. But for today, we want to share with you the crux of the burden. As we begin the new year, we can venture into the future by trusting in Him and discipling the remnant. There are two reasons why we need to do this. Firstly, the remnant is called to be a refreshing deal. Micah 5 verse 7 says, Then the remnant of Jacob shall be in the midst of many people, like dew from the Lord, like showers on the grass, which delay not for a man, nor wait for the children of men. The immediate context of this verse is seen in Micah 5 verse 1 to 6. It is set against the coming invasion of the Assyrian and Babylonian army of the disobedience and rebellion of God's people. Yes, history shows us that the northern kingdom, Israel, was destroyed by the Assyrian army in 722 BC, while the southern kingdom, Judah, was invaded by the Babylonian army in 586 BC. But this solemn warning of judgment through the prophet Michael as well as the other prophets did little for the people of God. They were not repentant, but God's covenant faithfulness and loyalty shone brightly despite of their hardness of heart. It prophesies of a future deliverance by the coming of the Messiah who will be born in an obscure village called Bethlehem, Ephrata. Look at Michael 5 verse 2. But you, O Bethlehem, Ephrathah, who are too little to be among the clans of Judah, from you shall come forth for me one who is to be ruler in Israel, whose coming forth is from of old, from ancient days. Isn't this amazing? You know, when the people of God heard those words centuries ago, they, they did not understand what that meant. But we do. The Messiah will come into this world to save us. Even in our sin and rebellion, God will not forsake His people. He promised to deliver them. He will preserve a remnant despite the judgment. Look at what Michael 5 verse 7 says, Then the remnant of Jacob shall be in the midst of many peoples like dew from the Lord, like showers on the grass. Out of the hundreds and thousands of Israelites who were exiled to Babylon, God prospered them in enemy's land. Life was probably so good that eventually Ezra could only get about 50,000 people to return to Jerusalem to rebuild the temple and the land. God preserved the remnant out of the multitudes of people Israel was called to be a witness for God among the nations. The New Living Translation Bible translates verse 7a and verse 8a in the same way. Then the remnant left in Israel would take their place among the nations. In what manner? Look at how Michael describes the remnant. They are like dew from the Lord, like showers on the grass. There are two truths to highlight here. Firstly, dew and showers are from the Lord. 
Because the rainy season in Palestine was from October through March, the nighttime dew in the other six months helped nourish the crops. Just as dew and rain are the supernatural provision of God, likewise, the remnant is also the sovereign provision and work of God. You can't demand for dew and showers. Likewise, you can't demand for the remnant. We have to look to God to supply them. I believe a good part of the remnant is still among the many non-Christians today. There will be a mighty harvest in the coming days. And my prayer is that through this pandemic, we can be so sensitive to many people who are searching and seeking and pointing them to Jesus. Don't miss this window of opportunity. In late September last year, my wife invited four ex-colleagues to our home for dinner. Three believers and one non-believer. Sometime in the dinner conversation, the non-believer turned to me and said, Can I ask you a question? Sure, I replied. Can you tell me in one sentence, what is Christianity? Then, then I could only think of John 3.16 as that one sentence. So I shared it. He then told me honestly, but, but I can't connect with it. I told him it's okay. The conversation went on and at one point I said, Christianity is not a religion in that it is not a set of do's and don'ts, but it's a relationship with God. His eyes lighted up. I can connect with that, he said. You see, what happened was, Two other Christian friends had said that same words to him and it connected very well with him. Then the other two Christian friends at our dinner table jumped in quickly and said, Hey, you must join us in church this Sunday. It's the first Sunday of church reopening on 4th October. And he candidly said, Yes. So 4th October came and he came. Pastor Ed preached. At the end of the sermon, my wife asked he might be ready to receive Christ that day. He said, yes. He came out to the altar. Pastor Adrian met him, prayed for him, and he prayed the sinner's prayer. This person found Jesus that day. And he said in his Facebook posted that day itself, it was entitled in capital letters, here's what prevented me from falling into depression. He shared the various challenges he had over the months in his life. I quote, I was doing pretty all right outside and yet I've been experiencing turbulence on the inside. I wasn't a Christian and didn't have the intention to be one, but it's a force within me that prompted me to search for God's words. I'm not sure how it works, but once I surrendered all my frustrations, sadness and anxiety to God, opportunities started to open up for me. The emotional burden became lighter and I'm more at peace and happier now. You know, this is a one-day-old believer speaking. And I'm so grateful he is now part of the remnant of God. God prepared his heart to various situations and Christian friends, and we get to reap the fruit on 4th October. Praise the Lord. The second truth is that dew and showers are refreshing to the grass. Dew and showers bring life, stimulate growth, and facilitate fruitfulness to the fields and vegetation. Likewise, the redeemed remnant of Israel will be refreshing to the nations. This is how they will fulfill their calling and take their place among the nations. 
Have you met remnants like this who refreshes others? They bring life, they stimulate growth and facilitate fruitfulness to others. They are a gracious provision from the Lord. In October last year, both of us spent time talking with two groups of young people aged 14 to 17 and 18 to 21. The time was simply to understand how they had been discipled and what it meant to them. It was a great time when each one showed pictures and recounted how they either used to be naughty or disinterested in spiritual stuff. But then God will use disciple makers, DMKs, to minister to them and to love them and they will be so moved and so touched by each one of them. Or they will share how they saw their parents modelling Christian service, discipleship and hospitality and how they grew up wanting to be like them. Each one will also recount how they are currently serving and what their greatest dreams and hopes were. Here was one of those testimonies that inspired all of us. A 20-year-old girl shared, and I quote, I'm investing in some of these young lives right now. And I'm praying that one day when I get married and have children, I would like those people whom I'm discipling right now to disciple my own children. We were flawed by this sharing. A 20-year-old looking so far ahead into the future. It was a beautiful picture of what waterfall discipleship is all about. A picture of one generation investing in another generation and praying that that will continue down the line. Brothers and sisters, this is what we desire to see more moving forward. Parents refreshing their children with their Christian virtues and examples. One generation refreshing another generation and seeing the spiritual multiplication effect taking place many years down the road. This is why we must disciple the remnant, whoever God provides for us, because the remnant will be a refreshing deal to others. There is a second reason why we need to disciple the remnant. The Bible tells us that the remnant is called to be a roaring lion. Verse 8 reads, And the remnant of Jacob shall be among the nations, in the midst of many peoples, like a lion among the beasts of the forest, like a young lion among the flocks of sheep, which when he goes through, treads down and tears in pieces, and there is none to deliver. The description of the remnant like a lion tells us that the remnant will be anything but feeble. You don't call the lion the king of the jungle for nothing. It is strong, powerful, influential, and rules over the enemies with its prowess and strength. However, the Expositor Bible Commentary warns us to avoid pressing every detail of the metaphor of the lion. The vivid description of the stalking lion that treads and tears in pieces does not mean that the victory of the remnant will be achieved by bloodthirsty, militaristic conquest. Yes, that's what the redeemed remnant is called to be. 
not just a refreshing dew, but also a roaring lion to the nations with all its influence and power. It is in this manner that the remnant of Israel will take her stand among the nations. As the redeemed remnant of Israel, it's meant to take a stand among the nations and bless the nations. So it is with the church of Jesus Christ that has been redeemed by the blood of Calvary. Let us suggest three concrete ways by which the church of God can be the empowered and influencing remnant to fulfill the redemptive purposes of God. The first, discipling the remnant within. Now, whether it is within our own family or our covenant groups or the next generation, there is much effort that is needed here. We need to take a greater interest and step to grow in deeper relationship and accountability with one another. You know, give permission to one another to ask some honest question like, how are you really doing in your devotional and prayer life? How is your marriage relationship really doing? Or how are you coping with your singleness? How are you coping with your barrenness? How is your relationship with your parents or even your children? What is it like? Different questions that we can give permission to ask one another. On another level, how can we help in discipling each other's children? One of the interesting studies done by Fuller Youth Institute states that we often talk about the ratio of one adult to five youths for group ministry. But they're now proposing a rethink where we need to have one kid to five adults. What they meant is every young person needs to be surrounded by five adults who knows them by name, prays for them regularly and talk to them often to have a better chance of growing strongly in Christ. Of course, the role of parents is paramount and irreplaceable. But it's not enough. The young person needs more significant relationships in his life. In the like of this, taking time to invest in each other's children, in our covenant groups, in our zones or even districts becomes very critical. Surely this is something the covenant group can discuss about it and come up with some plans together to do it. And we need to release the young people to serve and disciple others. Yes, the church Next Generation Ministry will partner with you to supply helpful resources or training to help us do the discipling. So we begin 2021 we need to focus on discipling the remnant within. Secondly, discipling the remnant without. In recent times, we have been deeply convicted that the work of reaching the community is the church responsibility and is not outsourced to the staff of New Life Community Services. Over 20 years, God has blessed New Life tremendously and enlarged our tents. In fact, last October, we received the Star Partner Award category for the Public Sector Transformation. Now, this is for New Life's work in helping youth offenders. But as good as this is, New Life Services, without the active engagement of the church members, doesn't make sense. 
we need to find more ways beyond steady readers to serve not just the young children or youths, but their families as well. And as our population ages, the church and New Life has been planning for the last two years on how to reach the silver generation as well. Late last year, the Member of Parliament, Mr. Liang, invited us to partner with him to think about an elderly wellness centre for Bukit Panjang. So on 7 November 2020, we had a discussion with him and also a walkabout in the community to see how we can collaborate together. Shortly after the walk, he posted on his Facebook the following, visibility site visits to open canal drain and open fields for development of senior wellness amenities in Bukit Panjang. Wow, this is really our privilege to partner with our MP to serve our community. Another aspect of discipling the remnant without is to bless our friends through Alpha Online. During this COVID pandemic, the Alpha Outreach Run Online has been proven to be very fruitful. In each of the run, we saw many people open to the gospel. The online medium enabled them to feel safe in asking questions and making it easier for them to participate in the discussion. And though it is online, the groups were able to genuinely bond with each other. Many non-believers were touched by the Holy Spirit during the Alpha Day via Zoom, even though they were seated in front of the computer screen. Praise the Lord! And that's why we'd like to encourage every covenant group to consider running Alpha once in 2021. Take a step of faith and we will equip you for this adventure of faith in reaching out to those who do not know Jesus Christ. Finally, discipling the remnant beyond. I believe you already know how Covenant rose to the occasion to bless the migrant workers in Singapore. We didn't plan for it, but God chose us for this timely ministry. And through the faithful labour of the Home Missions team and church volunteers, we were able to do some very meaningful and significant work over the last 8 to 10 months. In fact, the Ministry of Manpower gave Covenant a Certificate of Appreciation in November last year for our partnership to improve the lives of our migrant workers in Singapore. What a privilege. We also praise God for the growth of the China National Fellowship since 2018. They started with some 30 over people two years ago. They grew to 70 people pre-COVID. But since the reopening of church, their fellowship has grown to past 90 people. Praise the Lord. Beyond our shores, though we have been restricted in our missions engagement over the last few months, God has still given us much influence through our missions partnership. One example is through our partnership with Pastor Paul and Pastor Joseph in Hanoi, Vietnam during the pandemic. We were able to reach out to the flood victims in central Vietnam to distribute free meals and shelter some 600 families. They were able to repair 20 homes and help 200 children to continue to attend schools. Here's Pastor Paul's SMS to us. Thank God for Covenant's Kingdom partnership with us. Our every missional effort has your marks of press, support and faithful spirituality. What a joy to see the partnership of the gospel being extended through our faithful partners. 
Brothers and sisters, here are three concrete ways by which we can roar like a lion and disciple the remnant within, without and beyond. We are called to take our stand among the nations, to be a roaring lion of blessings and influence both here and beyond. In conclusion, this is why we must disciple the remnant. Because we are called to be a refreshing dew and a roaring lion. This is the calling of the church. The only way we can do this is to start by being the remnant of God and then move on by God's power to disciple the remnant. In Hosea 14 verse 5, the Bible tells us that God will be like the dew to Israel and Israel shall blossom like the lily and Israel shall take root like the trees of Lebanon. Then in Revelation 5 verse 5, the Bible says, And one of the elders said to me, Weep no more. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has conquered so that he can open the scroll and its seven seals. Yes, our Lord Jesus is first the refreshing dew and the roaring lion of Judah. And as such, we will follow in his footsteps and ride on his wings of mercy. We must answer the call as the remnant of God to refresh others and roar like a lion for his glory in this new year 2021. We will close with this final story. During the church reopening last year, one of our member sister-in-law has been coming to our on-site service since 11 October. Although she is not a believer, she feels very comfortable attending our on-site service. In order to get to BPJ Centre, she has to take three buses from Jurong to Bukit Panjang. Don't you think this is amazing? Surely God is calling forth His remnant from all corners of Singapore during this unusual season. May the church take her place in Singapore and the nations beyond to be the refreshing dew and roaring lion. Let's bow our heads right now as we respond to God's word today. The response to this prophetic burden is twofold. First, tell God, right at the start of this first Sunday of the new year, that you want to be the remnant of God. To be a refreshing dew and a roaring lion by the power of the living God. If this is your heart's desire to join the Lord end time mission for a mighty harvest in the land, then raise your hand to God right now, wherever you are, whether you're online or on site. Raise your hand to Jesus on this first Sunday of this new year, 2021. Then tell Him at the same time, Lord, help me disciple the remnant within the remnant without and the remnant beyond. And to trust the Holy Spirit to empower you for such a time as this. Yes, God sees your heart. God sees your hand. And let Him grace you and bless you with His wisdom and power.
There are two reflective questions that you can consider. First, in what ways can we be a refreshing dew and roaring lion to those around us? Secondly, share your thoughts with one another, what it means to be the remnant of God. Wherever you are right now, would you lift up your hands as you receive the Lord's benediction on this first Sunday of the new year. And now may the God of peace who brought up from the dead our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, and rectify an eternal covenant with His blood. May He equip you with all you need for doing His will. May He produce in you through the power of Jesus Christ every good thing that is pleasing to Him. All glory to Him forever and ever. Amen. Have a blessed 2021. We're glad you had spent some time listening to God's Word and we hope that the message has ministered to you. Should you require more assistance, kindly call 6892-6811 or you can visit us at www.cefc.org.sg for more sermon titles. God bless you in your spiritual pilgrimage ahead.